Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast. You got it. The joy of junk journals. Everything junk journal related, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and today is answering your crafty questions from YouTube. This is my opportunity to get to know you a little better. I love this part. Um, I love to know about what you're thinking, what you're curious about, where you're going, what your, your stumbling blocks are, what you find fun. So let's jump right on in. Got Sunbun here with me. Birdie's in the kitchen twittering away, and we're up. Diana Moore asks, hi Pam. You, this is a good question. Do you work on your journals every day? How many hours at a time? I find after a few hours, I need to take a break. Um, well, that's the nice thing about journal making is you can do it as much or as little as you wish. And I would use a barometer of how much fun am I having? If you're having a blast and having fun or you're relaxing into it and it's very zen and it's an enjoyable time, keep going. And once you hit that point of maybe my back hurts a little bit or I'm getting hungry or I need to walk for a while uh, stretch my legs it's okay to put it down walk away and come back on another day or a couple hours later or whatever feels right to you that's um, a very personal question you can only decide for you um, I do something junk journal related every day sometimes I will work on a journal for hours. I'll just dive into the process, totally get absorbed by everything, have a lot of fun doing it, and by the time my head pops up, it's nighttime, and that, that happens a lot. Sometimes I won't work on an actual journal, but I'll make um, the things that go into the journal. Maybe I'll mass make pockets, or mass make altered paper clips, or do something like that. Maybe my hands and my brain need something little and small to work with as opposed to the big project, just to give the brain some relaxation time. Um, so how many hours a time? It's until my brain and my hands uh, both fall off. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much. And the, if, there, if I feel like the fun is waning, then I know it's time to uh, go uh, do something else and give my uh, um, you know, environment a change, um, you know, get something to eat, talk to people, do things like that, do all the other life stuff, you know, the laundry, the dishes, uh, walk the dog. And um, so break it up and uh, or just keep it completely in the fun zone and don't ever get out of the fun zone and, and even nip it off before you end up uh, going into the unfun zone. And that way you'll always keep the fun because that's what it's all about. Um, Karen Nat by Naturally Art by I just love the old papers. Where does one look for things like that? OK, I totally hear you. Um, here, here's my general resources, and you'll never know what you'll find where. So always keep your peepers open. Always talk to people and ask and let them know what you're looking for. I start with yard sales, garage sales, estate sales, antique malls, consignment shops, flea markets, um, eBay, Etsy, um, uh, auctions. Um, things like that, um, you know, if you can buy a storage, you know, you have, you've seen the show Storage Wars, sometimes there's some, some amazing things in there. Um, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, um, these are all wonderful places to explore. And what I found is that when you start looking and you start asking and talking to people when they start to know what you are looking for, they will start coming to you with um, finds. They'll, or next time you go in, and they'll put something aside because they'll say, I think... I think you might have be, you might be interested in this. I, this came across this. Um, hoarder houses. 
people who are cleaning out their garages. Um, friends, oh, my, the first place, self, friends, and family. That's the best place to start. Um, hope that gives you some running start ideas. Um, the world is your oyster. It's full of old papers out there. Um, Christy Bauer asks, I never know how to store fabrics. What do you suggest? Okay, you are asking the person who stores fabrics the worst way possible because um, I'm not a sewer or a seamstress by trade or nature, and I have a sister-in-law who is, and I'm always so impressed when I go over there. She has these fabrics folded in like quarters and then they're organized by color and this beautiful wall is is just full of this it looks like a candy store mine not so much this is me coming home from wherever i found it something wonderful a beautiful piece of lace a linen tablecloth some napkins some handkerchiefs things like this and they go into a pile in a box yep and usually the pile in the box is not organized there have been flagrant attempts at organization. Sometimes they'll come through and organize by color. And then there's a little ferret named Pam who comes in into the box. And now there's more than one box because uh, I've organized into color. And I will start cross-pollinating what's in what because maybe I'm lazy or tired and I don't get it back into the same box. Then I got into the, okay, let's separate all the trims, the little tiny pieces of laces and things like that into a separate area because they get swallowed up by big fabric very easily. And uh, so I tried organizing by color, organizing by type. Um, you know, for this, for this gal, nothing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nothing's gone well. Um, so I tend to make a little what I call variety collection. And this seems to be the best for me. If I have too much, it becomes overwhelming. If I have to go into my like storage room and get a big bolt of fabric to cut off one tiny little piece, it's probably not gonna happen in reality. It'll be a thought that will waft through my mind. I'll know I'll have it somewhere far away in the dark recesses of the house, but for me to actually get off the craft chair and go get it, that's an entirely different scene. So what I decided to do was make these little packages or packets of varieties of little pieces of trim, bigger pieces of trim, maybe some pieces of lace, muslin, uh, linen pieces that are cut up, uh, pretty tablecloths that are cut up into small manageable pieces, maybe four by four, uh, two by two, six by six, uh, but everything can fit nicely into a Ziploc bag. And then I take that Ziploc bag and I plop it on my desk. And then I have something that I could easily draw from and it's, at the ready, it's on my desk in front of me. It's not overwhelming. I can use what I have, and um, it just it makes it more manageable. So that is my answer, and um, I am actually going to make something similar to that to 
sell in my Etsy shop. Actually, I have made it. I, I have to. I have to do the video to put them up. But um, they're fabric packs of mixed varieties of pieces that I just described. There's going to be doilies in there as well as laces, and everything is a like a swatch or a piece or a, um, a cut apart piece. Um, and um, I think they're. For me, I found them more user-friendly because I can just grab and go, grab and go, grab and go, and I can my ideas can flow more quickly that way as opposed to making the valiant effort to go into that dark storage closet and pull out one tiny little snip of a, a bolt of fabric. So there you go. There's that one. I hope that helps. Christy Bauer asks... Oh, no, that's, uh, that was Christy Bauer. We're moving on to Kelly Lee. Pam, I think the fabric bundle would be a great idea. Usually I just need a little bit, but I end up with so much more than I ever use. A little sample pack with an assortment of types, textures would also be useful. Are you shipping to Canada soon? Pretty please. Um, yes, that's exactly what I made, Kelly. Um, right now I'm not doing international shipping uh, because it's, um, it's just a lot more complicated. There's restrictions on plant material. I've heard that the coffee dyeing in papers and things like that will trigger customs dogs. There's uh, every different country requires different things. Um, when you're selling hard items and you're, you're actually uh, selling them to another country, there's VAT taxes you have to deal with in some countries. It's, it's a lot more complicated and time consuming, but if, if that gets easier and I can figure out a way around that, I will do that because I do have a strong calling from people from other con countries uh, for these items. So, so give me a time, give me a chance, maybe I'll figure this out. Let's keep our fingers crossed because I would love to do that too. Um, Deborah Powers asks, hi Pam, love the fabric texture additions in your journal. I am definitely going to try that. I wonder how do you dye paper with old makeup? I hear you mention that, but I couldn't find a video on it. Oh, okay. I think I have a video on it. I'm going to try and post it here, but it's um, anything that has pigment on it will color something. So um, if like think about your um, makeups, you've got eyeshadows, you've got foundations, blushes, and all these different things come in different, um, like some come in powder form, liquid form, cake form, gel form, um, and all of it. And you kind of have to play with it to see what will work and what will stay. Um, there's some waterproof makeup that will stay more permanent. You can use uh, things for shading. Eyeshadow is wonderful for that. Um, you can also do stenciling with eyeshadows and things like that, and even uh, foundation and things like that. There's a lot of fun things you can do. Um, you may want to set these pages aside to dry very well. You can also seal them with a light spray of ac acrylic spray so that they don't... Um, uh, you know, uh, transfer over to the other page. Um, you can do your edging in um, different makeups and things like that, or even shoe polish. Um, I'll try to do another video on that because there are a lot of things that you can do with makeup. Makeup is only pigment. A lot of the art uh, supplies that we play with are only pigment. Uh, they have different binders and different ingredients they have in them to make them more user-friendly. Some of our inks, which go on very wet, will dry, and then they don't transfer. Um, so there are certain advantages to certain items. But if you just have a pile of old makeup around, you have a treasure trove of crafty supplies there. So definitely hang on to that stuff. Um, and I'll show you how we can have more fun ways to play with it. But yeah, there's a lot of fun things you can do. And I will find that video. I have a couple videos using makeup. Um, um, what can you do about, oh, Catherine McCarthy says, what can you do about old moldy books, smell an actual mold? Well, I would say 
don't use them. Um, number one, you don't know if the mold is active and you just don't want to get that stuff in your lungs and in your house. Um, and it, definitely if the books are damp, no way, don't do that. Uh, there's just so many other good books out there. Just skip those. Just skip them, skip them, skip them. Um, you know, there's probably a mold spore in every old book somewhere, way, shape, or form. Um, but I would say if you, you like see Frank mold on it or you smell mold on it. Um, now, musty is a little different than mold. Like there's a smell of an old book versus a mold book. Um, it's kind of a thing you have to get to know what the difference is. But um, yeah, I, I would not use moldy books. I would just avoid them. There's so many others. You don't, you don't, you don't have to go there. And let's keep you healthy. Uh, Crepe Myrtle Journals asks, um, thank you for the fabric ideas. I do some, but they are so bulky. Have you ever done a video on low bulk or no bulk decor? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> um and uh, I will try and find the link to that. Um, I find my stack of ephemera and pockets are tall even before I start stuffing. I can't, I can think of stencils and such to have no bulk, but do you have some nuggets to share? Um, yeah, sure. Stencils is a great way for no bulk decorating. Rubber stamps is a great way. Um, also, stickers are relatively no bulk. Um, and that's another good thing to do. Drawing your own artwork, uh, doodling, um, things like that. Zentangle designs, things like that can give you no bulk. Um, and also if you're having an issue with bulk, you can reduce the number of signatures or pages in a signature so that your book lays a little more deflated when it's doesn't it, before it's been decorated. So as you add your items, it will bulk it up and then you can stop at the point that you're happy with. A lot of people like a book to look like a traditional book. I'm very comfortable with making a book like some nutcase came along and crammed more in it than it's able to handle. Totally fine with that. Um, I, I love the look of an overstuffed book, a chunky monkey. Um, so whatever you're comfortable with, whatever you're happy with, um, trying to think you can also do rubber stamping with the end of a pencil you can make little flowers with that and ink um, postage stamps are relatively thin those are fun to work with some uh, stationery or writing paper is very thin you can use onion skin paper or tracing paper which is very thin um, you can do a lot of drama you can write on your pages. You can write quotes and poems and handwrite right on the page and uh, you could put a thin piece of tracing paper over it to make it look kind of cool. That would be neat. Um, you could actually glue it down or make it a flip up. That would be very thin. Um, gosh, there's so many things that you can do with um, uh, color and design. You can use markers, you can use gelatos, you can watercolor. Uh, do a lot of fun things with watercolor right on your paper. Um, you can do that and it, it will work. Um, I have a video on that. Um, so there's a lot of ways that you can decorate your journals without adding bulk. I'll try and do another video on that. I think that would be a good thing to do. Um, thank you for that. Um, uh, Bernadette Gaspard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mills asks, 
Um, Pam, could you please show us how to make basic shaped embellishments without using punches? Thank you so much. Yes, um, absolutely. I have a little, um, uh, I did uh, some videos on how to use circles, how to use squares, how to use triangles. And oh, if you have punches, great. But if you don't have punches, I show you how to make these things without punches. So basically with a circle, you can just draw um, around a glass or a cup or something like that to get your circle. Um, hearts, you can tear out or cut out easily if you fold the paper in half. Uh, triangles, if you just, uh, you know, take a regular piece of paper and you cut off a, a corner, you've got a triangle. Uh, so there's a lot of fun ways, but there's neat ways to use embellishments to make embellishments using basic shapes. You can create flowers and um, environmental um, landscape designs. You can, um, I did a, a video on how to use torn paper to make landscapes, which was fun. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of ideas that I'll try. I don't know where am I going to link these on the podcast? Nobody knows. Um, I will try and mention them or put them into some of the videos so you can see how to do that. We probably need to do some more refreshing on that because those are those are fun ideas. They're very basic, very easy, but can be highly impactful. Um, you can do some fun things like you can make a heart shaped envelope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, uh, not envelope. Yes. Yes. You can make a heart shaped envelope. Very easy, very basic shape, very fun. Haven't done that in a while. Oh, see, I just reminded myself of that. I love that tip and technique. Um, Wanda May asks, Happy Friday, Pam. Uh, thank you for your video. I haven't used fabric yet in my journals, but I want to. This video has helped me to know what to do. My question is, can you use fabric as pages in a signature? If so, how would you decorate them or would you leave them as they are? Have a beautiful day. Yes and yes, um, you can use fabric as pages in a signature, and yes, you can decorate them or leave them as they are. Totally your choice. My very, I think my very, very, very first junk journal I ever was exposed to was a fabric journal that I bought at a beach craft fair, and it was just every page was fabric. They must have had some type of like stiffeners or something in between the like inside the pages because they were fabric pages with fabric pockets on them and I thought it would be such a pretty gift for my little um, friends my friend's little daughter and um, I thought she could she could tuck in her favorite things like a feather or you know a little picture of her and her friends or something like that into these little magical pockets and they were so pretty and made of lace these little pockets and they were just beautiful and the whole thing was I was so amazed by that thing and I was crying deeply internally inside because I thought I can't sew I can't sew or so I thought and then then I discovered this glue called Faberfix and then it's I decided oh my god it doesn't matter that I can't sew I found the glue that will solve all sewing problems. So then I realized that you really don't have to sew. If you want to play with fabric, you can use Fabrifix glue, which is a clear silicone glue, which glues fabric to fabric, fabric to paper, and paper to paper. It's just a really good glue. If you get used to working with it, it's so much fun. It can just act like a sewing machine. It'll hold things together really well um, for your, you know, junk journal use. And um, it just changed the game. It absolutely brought aboard fabric. Sometimes you just want to put a little piece of fabric trim on the top of a, a pocket you've been working on and your sewing machine's over there, it's unplugged or it's in the closet or you don't have one. And all you do is run a little bead of that glue and then you lay the trim down and you're done and it's easy. And I want everybody to experience that fun. So great question. Thanks, Wanda May. Um, Krista Deva asks, do you have a favorite journal you have made? Um, I think I do. I didn't sell it, did I? 
<laughs> I just, I sold one not too long ago that I really loved, and um, it was an older journal. Um, but no, I think I've saved my very favorite forever journal that I'll never sell, I think. But it's, um, I don't know what it was, but I rem- it, it anchors me to a time where maybe, you know, it was just such an explorative, inventive, creative, imaginative time for me. And I was having so much fun making this journal. And I just, I just had this feeling of, let's just try everything and see what happens and, and work with all these colors. And I, I think I had a, um, it was a bedsheet cover that I had somehow painted and gelatoed and gotten all this gold gilding all over. It just came out really cool. And I used some modeling paste to put some stenciled impressions down. And then I laid the fabric over that that was a little bit damp. And I kind of tucked it into all the little nooks and crannies in the modeling paste uh, pictures, which were pictures, beautiful pictures of uh, birds or imprints of, not imprints, I guess, um, little like elevated stencils because they were uh, made filled with modeling paste so they were um, embossed it, it popped up off the the cover and it was I don't know there was just so much fun in that and it's a it's not an overly bulked one um, but it it just I don't know it just makes me so darn happy that's all I can say it makes me so darn happy every time I think about it I think I'll pull it out and just hug it today it's been a while since I've held it um, it also brings back a lot of memories for me and uh, tr- it, and it inspires me to make more so that's another reason I hang on to it there you go Okay, so there you go, folks. I really enjoyed your questions today. I love getting to know you all better, and I am so moved at how this beautiful community has grown and how we are all connected by something as simple as paper. And who knew, who knew, right, that we were all sitting in our homes uh, goofing around with paper, gluing, cutting, pasting, and there's a lot of us out here. You are not alone. So I am very, very happy to meet each and every one of you. Thank you for being here, and I look forward to crafting together more. Um, So everybody, remember that fun can be simple, and create with reckless abandon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.